Hello, love, and welcome back to the Gracefield Wife podcast. So here where I live in New York City, we've been in quarantine for about 30 days, the entire state on pause. And a lot has happened. Some crazy emotional moments, some sweet heartwarming moments that come with being a wife and a mom. And it's all been pretty crazy and pretty great. I'm assuming if you're listening to this right now, you've somehow managed not to kill your spouse in the past 30 days. So congratulations. I'm so proud of you. Let's raise our glasses in celebration to that. The fact is that we're going to be in this place for another two weeks, maybe even longer. So do we have a plan for how we want to come out of quarantine? Life will undoubtedly be different. For me, I have a renewed fervor and passion, and I want to do basically everything I can to come out thriving. So I've come up with a quick plan to help your marriage thrive during quarantine. Welcome to the Grace Fields Wife Podcast. My name is Beatrice Vargas, and my mission is to improve the quality of marriages by helping us learn to be fueled with grace. Are you sitting in a marriage that feels empty? Are you struggling to reignite the passion and love you once shared with your husband? Are you at a crossroads of leaving and repair, but you're constantly reminded of your promise to God to stay true? Or maybe things haven't even gotten that bad yet. Maybe you don't argue that often, but since you barely connect anymore, you've started to give up hope of ever being happily married again. You might have contemplated or even fantasized about what it would be like to leave. Maybe you're telling yourself that you're just sticking it out for the kids. If this is you, I've been there. My story is your story. I want to help you heal and reignite your marriage while still believing in the promise God gave you. I want you to stay with me, learn from me, internalize the grace, guidance, and interviews so that you can become the Grace Field Wife. You can learn more and connect with me directly on Instagram at the Grace Field Wife. Now let's dig in to today's show. So here's a story that I'm sure many of you can relate to. A few days ago, I was sitting in my kitchen feeling so overwhelmed. Homeschool was kicking my butt. The kids were giving me a hard time. Lessons that are super easy for them. All of a sudden, they just, my son, namely, my my daughter is pretty self-sufficient, but he just didn't, wasn't into, didn't want to sit down, didn't want to listen, didn't care. Um, it was, it was stressful. At the same time of trying to be his teacher and him yelling at me, telling me I'm not his teacher, I was trying to keep some semblance of my business still running. I was trying to answer emails and respond to clients and messages and um, things of, of that nature. What's going on in my business while I'm homeschooling him? On top of that, I was at a loss about what to make for dinner. Just I don't know. I was like, how many days are you going to cook at home? We're so sick of chicken. Like, what else am I going to make, right? There was loved ones that I wanted to check in on. I had been wanting to call or text friends. I had been wanting to call or text. I just hadn't had the chance to. Um, my ministry team needed me to make some phone calls, and I hadn't had the chance to do that. And I felt like, oh, I was supposed to have all this time during quarantine, and I haven't been able to do anything. 
So on a scale of 1 to 10, my stress level was probably like a 12, right? Great. Then in walks my husband out of the bedroom where he had also been on conference calls all morning for work. He was under similar amounts of stress. He'd been really just going through it as well in his own world. He heads over to the fridge, peers in, doesn't really look at me, and he says, Babe, is there anything to eat? All of a sudden, my stress level hit like 15. Remember, I said my max was 10, and it hit like 15. And although I tried to conceal the irritation on my voice, I answered by saying, I'm sorry, what? Mm-hmm. I thought I was answering him with grace. I thought I had taken a deep breath, fixed my face, and looked up, bright-eyed. But the truth is, I looked up wearing all my stress and emotions, and when I answered him, my tone was sharp. My eyebrows were raised, and they gave away the thoughts in my head that said, Are you freaking kidding me? You're looking in the fridge. There's plenty of food in there. Can you figure it out yourself for once? Ouch. There goes any goodwill we have built up over the last few days. It was just gone. This wasn't the first snarky face from me, and it wasn't going to be the last. But that was the one that sent us into a little bit of a spiral. Maybe you guys have had similar moments this month. The relationship was already a little tense and the past month of various stresses coupled with such close proximity has just been weighing on you. Obviously, we've been there too. And this is that we were in a really good place going into quarantine. So I could just imagine if we weren't. So here are some things that helped us through that tenseness and reverse the downward spiral from which we were headed. Okay, number one, I would say get on the same page. This is something that we, it took us a little while to figure out, but we had to do. And so it, of course, required a bit of communication from both of us, but we had to get on the same page. What did we need? What did he need from me to function properly? What did I need from him? And also, what did I need from him not just to um, keep things running around the house smoothly, right? We had to figure out who's going to work on the homeschool, who's going to be doing the chores, who's going to go on the grocery runs. That was all one thing that was important. But the other was, what did we need for each other for our personal sanity? You know, and for me, it's I needed help and I didn't realize that I needed it. And he was there to say, babe, I got you. Like, I got this. It's fine. If you want to have a workout or go take a break for yourself, I will pause work and I'll come out and help you, which was amazing. But for a couple of weeks, we were just, I just assumed that he was not available to do that. And I just assumed that he wasn't going to be there. And for a couple of weeks, he assumed certain things about me because we hadn't talked about it. So that's going to be number one. You got to get on the same page one way or another. Number two, kind of uh, related, but number two is you have to communicate your needs. So besides getting on the same page for regular things, you know, just... Um, administrative things around the house, let's say, you have to communicate your needs 
emotionally and mentally. That's also really important. And sometimes I think as parents, we get really good at handling the administration at home, especially um, a couple like my husband and myself were really go-getters, business-oriented. We get things done and we're always doing and we forget to kind of take care of ourselves. So that was an important thing as well. So not just getting on the same page about administration in the household, but also communicating your spiritual and emotional needs. Uh, Number three, I would say is protecting your space. And so this could be, it could mean a lot of things, you know, uh, we have a I have a tendency to be the ki- kind of person who is always looking to help. You ask me for help and my first answer is yes without even thinking about the ramifications of it mostly. And that is causes problems for us sometimes because I don't think about all the ways it's going to affect my family otherwise and so I had to take a pause in this time I'm really I've always considered myself to be more of a Martha somebody who's always doing I have a hard time being able to find rest and I had to figure out in this place how should can I not how should I, but how can I protect that space for my family so that I'm really giving them my best because they're the ones who are around me the most right now. And I really just can't afford to be lashing out at them. So protecting that space, meaning from other family members who may want things, um, you know, just in in media, even not watching the news all day long, really just to kind of keep a sense of peace in the house. I think that's another important thing, protecting the space to keep the just the spirit of peace within the house in such crazy times. The last thing I need is the news blaring in the background all day. It just by the end of the day, it just has you all tense and really not uh, calm enough to go to bed. You're laying in bed and you're already stressed out when you're trying to wind down. And number uh, four, I would say, is to cherish your alone time. So for me, that means getting up early. um, And that has made a huge difference for me, just having that time since the whole family is together um, and just having that time to sit with my own thoughts, to pray and to journal. And that's been really important. So I think if you practice some of these things it can take your marriage from surviving which is you know where we've all been i would say over the past 30 days we're not killing each other but taking it to a place of thriving and you know once you're on the same page and you guys have communicated your needs you protect your space now both of you know like babe we are playing for the same team we are here together you're both getting your individual alone time together, that can really then maybe start moving you guys to a place of um, of really somewhere kind of nice where um, you can start to enjoy each other's company again. One of the things I have been wanting to do is have date night. It kind of sounds kind of weird, right? Because we're all home in the house. Everybody's been in PJs. We have to remind ourselves to put on regular clothes or, you know, just switch it up during the day. And so I think, hey, babe, you know, why don't we have a date night in the house? Do something that we we have, 
you know, that we enjoy. Uh, so we have done a little bit of like happy hours with friends um, over Zoom or whatever, but I think also doing uh, things you guys like together. So we've been playing board games with the family, but I think just things alone, just the two of you picking out movies um, and having an inside day night, making that special. So even though it's been a lot of the same every day, uh, making something special out of that special time together. And I think also with that special time together is uh, really cherishing it and protecting it. So what I was finding would happen is I would be doing so much running around during the day. I wouldn't take any time for myself. And then I was taking that time in the evening for myself, which would normally be for him. And then uh, my husband and I weren't having our alone time together. So that was becoming a problem. So I think all of those things, getting on the same page and asking him to help me in those areas to free up some time for the day, then left me available to really sit with him and enjoy his company in the evening once the kids were in bed. So that was, that was nice. All right. So just to recap, one, a couple of things to help your marriage go from just surviving to thriving during the quarantine. We're going to get on the same page, make sure that we're in agreement about all the admin stuff, everything going on at home. What are we doing with the kids? What are we doing with the bills, with dinner? Are we ordering out? How often are we going to go on a grocery run? Who's going to go on the grocery runs? All that stuff. Let's just take some time to communicate that. Then, number two, we're going to communicate our own needs to each other, not just the needs of the family in general. So that is going to be a separate point. What are your own needs that you guys need to communicate to each other? What does he need from you? And what do you need from him? Because trust me, he's going through a lot of or some of all the same stresses that you're going through right now, probably even more. He's most likely stressed about how he's going to provide for the family right now and what's going to happen if something happens with his job. That's just the way uh, men think for the most part. And so not to say that's the way all of them think, but I think um, most men that, that um, we will come across are going to be having a lot of those thoughts. So one, you're going to get on the same page about any admin stuff at home. Two, you're going to communicate your needs together. Three, you're going to protect your space. Remember, you're on the same team. You guys got to stick together. Whatever that means, don't let any outside pressures and influences um, really detract you from what you guys need to do. Really put some boundaries around your personal space there. And three, cherish your alone time. So don't just um, really make it quality time versus quantity time right now we have a lot of quantity time so take that and make it quality time find a way to make it special maybe you dress up maybe you make a special meal do something together so that he knows that um and you guys both know that it's just now is a time uh, that you're spending for the two of you that really solely belongs to the two of you so i hope that helps and i will see you guys all in the next episode Bye bye Hey love, thank you for listening to today's show. If you found any value in today's episode, it would mean the world to me if you left a five-star review and shared it with a friend or someone else who needed to hear this today. 
This is really the best way you can thank me. It helps me to get the word out to other women just like you. See you next week.